Hello, my friends. Welcome back to part two, the morning after. I'll give you some time to reflect. Maybe some of these episodes are too long or too much to not just give some time for reflection. And what's the point of me sharing if, if there's no value in it? Um, like, there's nothing really, like, I've got a podcast. Like, okay, well, that's that's awesome. But what kind of impact are you making with that podcast? That That's... That's the value add. And so I just want to make sure that I'm adding some value and maybe sometimes I've given out so much information all at once that I need to take a breath and do some reflection. So I think this may be a good opportunity and hopefully maybe there's more in the future, but really to kind of reflect and and kind of go into the very end of that conversation yesterday, um, in all intents and purposes, I, I won't arrive. You won't ever arrive. Just because I've got a podcast, uh, just because I have an Instagram, just because I've got a a link in my bio, like none of that has like made me immune to what got me to 534 pounds going forward. Like stress is my vice. Stress very much gets, and I'm the kind of person that wants to know the ins and outs and however you kind of diagnosis or, or know this, I, like, I want to know all angles of it so I can understand it better. And, and I thrive off of, and this is, I mean, I can kind of reflect this to my work life. Like I am an innovative person and I've, um, I've been able to do a lot of great things at work because I take a process, understand all ends of it, and then I'm able to be innovative and, and come up with solutions that can help improve performance. And honestly, I can kind of relate that with my coaching and the one-on-one that I do is that I have really worked the past six or seven years to understand all facets of this journey on how things are promoted, spoken about, yada, yada, yada. And I've tried to develop a plan on how to be successful regardless of, of how your journey and, and where you are in your journey to develop solutions on on how to get better and how to be better. So stress for me is I need to understand all angles. Like I, I knew that when I struggled with something and I went through something, I knew the angle on how to make myself feel better before with food addiction by just eating. I, I felt better. It's different when something's not happening to you but someone that is attached to you, if that makes sense. Kids, something doesn't happen to me, but something happens to Preston. Something doesn't happen to me, something happens to my son. They, they are me, they're, they're attached to me, they're a part of me. And I can't go feel better, I can't make them feel better, I can't make them better with my eating habits. I can't go binge I can make myself feel better. I know how to do that with food, but I can't make them better. And that's tough, especially when you hold stress and you don't know how to navigate through stress. And so in every sense of the word, I, I, every sense of the statement, I haven't arrived and I won't, it's true. And none of us will, we'll, we'll, we'll understand a lot of facets and we'll get really good at getting it. But if you, and this probably gears more towards you have dealt with obesity for most of your life or a good portion of your life, it's not like that person just shuts down and it's not there anymore. Talk to anybody who's been a lifelong drug or alcohol addict. Uh, anyone that's been addicted to something for a long period of time, 
you remember and you don't forget. You just learn new ways to kind of navigate. And so when I talk about prioritizing you, you've got to make sure that you're protecting yourself from what's current and what's to come. What does prioritizing yourself look like? Is making sure that you're in a good headspace, you're in a good mental space. Prioritizing your mental health, going to the gym, going for a walk, writing in your journal, writing self-affirmations, praying, continuing to go to church, um, at taking your faith and making sure that your validation doesn't come from others, but your validation comes in what you prioritize. I mean, me, myself, as a Christian, I have to make sure that I am validated by my relationship with God. I'm validated by who God has created me to be. That, that, that's my foundation. And your particular beliefs, you've got to know that living for someone else, in the sense of, like, your validation comes from uh, a friend, comes from a significant other. If they let you down, is that going to contribute to your stress that will ultimately harm you? It probably will. But if your validation comes from, I mean, I th speak to me myself because that's the best way I can speak. My validation comes from the Lord. That ultimately who God has created me to be, I'm going to serve and live out this life in the best way that will honor him, but also um, will know that he loves me just as I am. That in my imperfections, he still loves me. Well, say you in your life and say your particular faith walk doesn't involve um, having God in your life. Um, which is, I, I understand that, that anybody and everybody listens to this journey in my particular personal belief system may not be there, those of others, but let me speak to kind of the variety or, or the, the, the scope of all of it. I can speak directly to the validation that comes from a relationship with God. But if you don't have a relationship with God, then it's very easy to seek validation from outside sources. You've got to make sure that you are mentally in a good position to do what you need to do with whatever comes your way. And it may not be kids. It may not be the stress of kids or it may not be the stress of marriage. But by prioritizing yourself and putting you first, and that kind of goes against, I mean, you think about the scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and uh, Matthew 6, Okay, but let me speak to the mental health of this journey. And, and putting you first. If you're able to prioritize you and your mental health and say, you know what? I'm not going to let outside forces, outside things affect me in a way that's going to diminish my ability to control my cravings, control uh, my hunger, my binge moments, my emotional eating, stress eating. All of those things need to come from you making the decision to do it or not to do it. That's going to come from you. So if you are prioritizing others or thinking about others or putting others' opinions and values above your own, then you're putting yourself, you're putting yourself in a pretty bad position because if you're so dependent on others, then when it comes to thinking about and prioritizing you and what you need to do, you're not going to have the best laid plan. And at the end of the day, the plan is what helps us be successful. And so... On your journey of not arriving, on your journey of never actually truly figuring it all out, put yourself in the best position possible of when it gets rough. So stress, as an example, 
I didn't know that a stress could come from an extension of me. Never thought about that. Hey, what if you emotionally eat when something happens to you, Dusty? Well, are you prepared that if something happens to somebody else? Think about a family passing. Think about uh, something going on with um, your marriage, your significant other. Something going on with your kids. You think about those possibilities. Are you prepared to stick to your habits and rituals that will make you successful? If you're not, it's time to start planning and preparing for it. Because I was not prepared for baby number two's complications. And it's very difficult to handle the pain of what somebody else is feeling that is an extension of you where you can't end up making it feel better because you eating, binging, or whatever doesn't do anything to their pain. It just subdues yours. And that was a real wake-up call. I've learned from it. I'm better from it. I'm sharing a podcast about what I've learned from it to help others be better in the future. But when I say I haven't arrived, it's I wasn't expecting it, and boo-bam, got hit with it. So going forward in whatever you're doing in your journey, You've got to try, and, and this is hard to say because I, I, I don't know the variables of all of our journeys, but we've got to almost think about the variables that could take us out. I mean, you live for, I mean, me, you, I lived for 30, 33 plus years with this mindset that was tearing me down and destroying me. Yo-yo dieting, emotional binge eating, food addiction, it was destroying me. I can't think for one second that woo-bam, because I had a surgery seven years ago, it's going to fix it. That's not realistic, just because I went on a diet. It's funny about the surgery and how it's glorified as this big old change. 18 months after the surgery, I didn't have any more restriction. I can fully eat how I used to eat before. There's no, there's no change. There's no restriction. Um, you know, the fact that there's a possibility of easy weight gain with myself, it, it's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, there, there is no uh, arrival moment. There's, I still got to figure this out. Oh, there's something that happens that you haven't planned for and you don't know how to work through. Okay. Yeah, welcome to baby number two, Dusty. <laughs> and here we are. He's born, he's here, still, still some things that we're working through, but regardless, he's happy, he's healthy. I've learned from it, I'm moving on from it. This is episode 188, what, part two? Uh, during episode 40 of this podcast, would I have known all that happened? No. Uh, would it have been nice to know what was going to happen so I could prepare? Yeah, probably. But that the kind of the purpose of this is, what could take you out? What could get you back to your top weight? You got to do the research. You got to do the the planning. You've got to look into what the possibilities are. Because if you're not careful, the person that you were used to being for years and years and years and years can easily pay peekaboo. And all of a sudden, six months later, you're lost back with 50 pounds gained. Because you didn't prioritize yourself to understand what could potentially be a vice or get you. Hope that makes sense. Hope that helps. I'm at my next uh, destination. I will put this out the next morning. So 
Uh, sometimes to reflect. I haven't been going to the gym at a physical place gym. I've been working out of the garage. So my travel time where I do podcasts has been limited. Um, so sorry for the lack of a consistency, but we are continuing the grind with um, doing the podcast. Episode 188. I still got to get my wife on an episode soon. It's been a little crazy with baby. two kids. Is a little... <laughs> oh, man. Ah, two kids. I do have to get back home. I had to uh, go grab an errand and get back home. Then I'm at my destination. So, folks, I got to go. Thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate you. If you have the ability to subscribe to this podcast, there is only one option now, not multiple like there was before. It is 99 cents to subscribe to this podcast and to help support it if you would like to. I'm sure there's a page somewhere around the support button for it. But if you are a subscriber, uh, thank you. Uh, I will say that I took off subscriptions off Instagram and put them strictly on uh, Spotify. If you are a subscriber on Spotify, you subscribe to this, the 99 cents a month, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM on Instagram, and I'll add you as a close friend on my Instagram. What that does is that opens up stories on my Instagram that are only able to be seen by close friends. As an example, couch to 5k, only close friends um, that I have listed can see Couch to 5K. So if you need a Couch to 5K walkthrough for your subscriber of the podcast, I will open that up to you. So just a heads up and some schematics. But that's it. That's all. I will talk to you on the next episode. Take care.